This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Good evening, everyone. Um, very scary times for the world and for um, for Klai Yisrael. But the truth is that there's no reason to be scared. Um, we are still loved by Hashem. We have to think about... Um, first, I would like just to, to a disclaimer before I even begin tonight. I'm, I'm a nobody, and therefore I cannot give you a reason. Um, as I've said before, I cannot give you a reason for what's going on. Moshe um, Abenu at Sadiq Varaloi, the Binyanim, Dafyaymi, Shiurim, Chesed, all the good that's been stopped or slowed down because of this virus. Um, people are asking, like, what, what does Hashem want from us? He doesn't want us to go to Minyan, Chas Hashem. doesn't want us to learn, doesn't want Yeshiva to be closed. Even even in the times of the worst Gzeira that Klaeshul ever had, which was the Gzeira of Haman, to destroy and to wipe out Klai Yisrael, um, Haman was interested in wiping out the physical, um, the physical Klai Yisrael, homage to the last person. And um, the, the Klai Yisrael was able to go to shul. Esther Malka said, Listen, no matter how bad the Gezer is against Klai Yisrael, let's go to Minyan. Let's go to shul. Let's go to Davin. Let's fast. And then Klai Yisrael did that for the next three days. And the Medrash says that Haman went to see if the Jews would be, if we would win or lose, and he walked into Yeshiva. says the Medrash. And they were learning. They were learning the din of Kamitsa. And said that he went back to Zeresh and he said, as good as it looks for us, we're going to lose. She said, why do you think we're going to lose? He said, because, and this is a very interesting medrash, it has a lot to do with today. He said, um, because the children are not going to be learning, because the fast day for all three days was for, for like Ninveh, for everybody, for even for the children, and, and, um, and they figured that the mothers, and the, if they're fasting, the mothers, they're not going to let them go to Yeshiva, they're not going to let them learn, and the children chose, even though they were fasting, um, and they were in danger, crazy danger, that they went to Yeshiva and they learned. And when Haman saw Tineker Shabbos Ravan, he realized that Klai Yisrael would be saved. That the Tineker Shabbos Ravan are not in Yeshiva today. The, the antidote to what happened in the times of Haman, she can't, Esther could not say that today because we have to be separated, we have to be six feet apart from each other. Many of the, our shuls and Beit Medrashim are closed. So it seems to us that this Gezeira, Menashamayim, and, and it says that in times of Mashiach, no Shaila, I'm not the one to say this, but my Rebbe Rebbe Gamil said this. There's no, no question that all the, all the symptoms, all the signs of Mashiach are here. And it says, Beferish, that in the times of Mashiach, that we're not going to have anyone to go to but HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Our Gedolim are, are, can't go out. 
Um, they showed a picture yesterday of the Noim Elimelech's Kever in Lazinz where, where there's where there's usually 30,000 people davening and they're on total lockdown. There's nobody there. And all the Kvarim in Europe that everyone's been running to daven, all the holy Chachamim and Rabbanim that we go to, all the different places, they're all locked down. We can't go. So we can't go there for help. I spoke to someone in Eretz Yisrael that's very close to me who went yesterday to daven Vashikin by Rav Shimon Baichoi and in Moron, and they only had seven people, they didn't have a minion, but Roshim Baichoi. The Kaisel, I spoke to Yechelen Weingarten, who has a Vasikin minion that I go to when I'm in Eretz Yisrael. He said they allowed one minion by the Kaisel, ten people. There were ten people by the Kaisel in the morning, that's it. Min Chamayr, I don't think there's anyone there. A whole day today it's been empty. You want to go to the Kaisel? You can't go to the Kaisal. You want to go to Kevarachal, Rachli Menushadama for us, you can't go to Kevarachal. You want to go to Marasamachpela, Ovitabasenu Shadama for us, you can't go to Marasamachpela. Kurzbahu is saying, you can't go to Shul, you can't go to Yeshiva, you can't go to Atzadikim. You got to come to me. In the end of time, there will be no one but me. We have never felt this as a nation before, that we cannot go to shul. And we can't point fingers. Usually we say, okay, it's a Spanish Inquisition, we can't go to shul, even though the Murano, they, they made shuls. Um, it's the Holocaust, they made Minyanim, they made Minyanim in Auschwitz. They had Gedolim in Auschwitz to go to. We don't have anything. Of course, we have our gedolim, but they're behind locked doors. We have to protect them. The chatzvah shouldn't get sick. I don't think since the time of Avraham Avinu, ever tefillah has been restricted on this level. So, in those times, we can point to the anti-Semites and the terrorists and the murderers and anti-Yidin and the atheists, but this was not started by human beings. We have nowhere to point our fingers, everybody, but to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He, he brought this. It's not. There's not even a. There's not even a shliach. It's very scary that this maka came to the world, and it's very much Pesach and Mitzrayim. Ani below Malach. Ani below shliach. That's by Elokim. It's the finger of Hashem. So first of all, um, I don't know why. I think it's a lot of things, not one thing. I think that it's sort of like a father who has ten sons, and he asks them all to leave his house. And they're, why are you throwing us out of your house? And the father says, you're going to come back, I want you to come back. But before you come back to my house, I want you to think about what you could change when you come back to my house. So one guy's going to walk out and say, oh, yeah, I didn't have enough respect for my parents. I got, I got to be nicer to my parents. Next guy's going to be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't clean up my room. The other guy's going to be like, well, I'm not doing good in Yeshiva. Each guy's going to, each person going to think to himself, why did Tati 
Avinash Bashamayim, throw us out of our base medrash, out of our shul. Am I talking in shul? Okay, one guy's talking in shul. Am I coming late always to davening? Okay, he's got to fix that. Uh, am I, the minute davening's over, am I shooting out of the, out of the shul? And I'm not showing Hashem I want to spend a couple more minutes with him? You got to fix that. Um, I'm not davening ever with minions. You got to fix that. Um, I have parties and I have, uh, uh kiddish clubs. I turn my back every, every Shabbos and I walk out of shul. Uh, I got to stop doing that. Everyone, every son, every child, every human, every person in class will have to think about why is there a lockdown in our shul? Then everyone has a different answer. I have to, I know what I have to do. I have to change certain things in my tefillah, in my coming on time. Everyone has to figure out. That's all Hashem wants. He doesn't hate us. People are calling me like, why is he, it's like the Lahavdil on Sukkis, when, when you, when it rains on Sukkis, it's, the Gemara says it's like, it's like the master, um, throwing the wine back in the Ebed's face. I don't, I don't think that's what's going on here. Um, I think he, I know that Hashem loves us, and he loves our Daf and he loves our Minyanim, and he loves Klai Yisrael, and he loves our weddings. But, uh, I was at a wedding today, 12 people by the ocean. Um, and the, and the Kala said to me two days ago, she was very broken. She's an old, a little bit of an older girl, and she's been waiting to get married for um, a very, very long time. And her whole dream was her wedding. There's going to be a thousand people, and her gown, and all that. And 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 she said, "I can't believe because of Ayn Hara, look what happened to me." I was like, "You're not that great. That that Hashem changed the whole world because you got an Ayn Hara. That's not what's happening over here." And I said, "Focus on on, on that. You're going to be married. You're going to be married in two days." And we went out to the ocean today, and. Um, she got married, and she after the wedding, she said, after the chuppah, she said, wow, who cares about all the other stuff? I'm married. So, yeah, maybe we need to think about our weddings. I'm, I'm, I'm not giving Musa here, but I'm talking to the chassan and kala that the main focus is, is, is getting married and building a bias, neman strong. We need to think about our parties, everything. Every person has to think differently. There's no... There's no one answer. Rav Chaim said, Naivadik, he said, that everyone's wearing masks. You, you, you look at me, the Kinegamida, and, and everyone's wearing masks over their mouth. So the Avera that must be happening is coming from a person's mouth. The droplets, the, the words that come out of a, out of a person's mouth. We're talking by Dalining and, and, and Lashon Hara. The whole world is wearing masks. It's Mamish Purim. It's Mamish Purim. Since Purim, it's Purim. You walk around, you can't see people's faces. It's, everyone's wearing masks. Everyone has to be six feet away from each other. So you have to think about your internet and your technology and your lack of relationships. And you didn't want relationships. Everyone's on social media. That's what you wanted. You wanted social media. So that's all you have now is social media. And, 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 and you can't hug. And maybe we didn't hug our parents enough. And maybe we didn't hug our children enough. And we need to go into every aspect of what's being taken away from us. And think about, and every person's different. Every person has to think about something else. Everyone, every person has to, has to think about what they need to do to change. I don't think it's one thing. I think it's each child that's out of the house that what's coming back needs to know about, you know, like, what he wants to change. Never the Kaisal has been empty. Never has, or some Achpela been, it's, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not Teva, it's not, it's not normal. And, um, we know that, that the spirituality of the world rests on our shoulders, and um, we need to do something about it. I said the other night that 
um, this, this disease is called COVID-19. Um, there are 19 brachas in Shemona Esrei, and Shemona Esrei is what is considered Tila, and therefore maybe the covet of Tila, and really making sure we don't talk in Shul, and we have a mask on our mouth in Shul all the time, and um, Hashem's bringing us back to Shul. It's not going to last forever, and He's bringing us back to learning. Um, and maybe in our yeshivas, I'm talking to the young generation. We have to be careful how we treat other children. And that this whole bullying thing that exists in the world, we shouldn't do. And maybe we need to treat our abayim with more, with more respect. And maybe we need to treat our talmidim differently. And every aspect, everything that's closed down, everything that got closed down, Hashem is always midah k'negah midah. Whatever got closed down, we need to think about how we, how when it opens up, how we're going to make changes. I, I think that's what Hashem wants. I, I don't think He hates us. I don't think He's throwing tefillah back in our faces. I think it's it's definitely the time before Mashiach. The, the Balaturim talks about um, a famous Balaturim that's going around talks about that that just like Benisa Nigal in, in in on Pesach, we were we were we were Nigal, and we were redeemed. And that Pesach, everybody, I just told someone today, very fascinating. The one carbon that has to be decided before you eat the Korban Pesach, in those days by the Seder, um, before you, you had to count how many people you're inviting. It had to be a new yoy, it had to be a group, and the group had to be predestined. Never before is the group going to be sitting by your Seder predestined. Who has it, who doesn't have it, who's catchy, who's not catchy, who's 14 days, who's not 14 days, exactly who's coming, who's not coming. It's mamish. They were, they were locked down on Pesach. There was a mashchis in the world. And Hashem said, Klai Yisrael, when there's a mashchis in the world, it's dangerous for everybody. Good and bad alike. Close your door. Have your family there. First Pesach. The New Yoy. Have your family there. Close your door. Put a simon on the door. That, that, you're, that you believe in me, show me a muna, which is the number one thing we need to have now, put it on your door, the mashkas will pass your door, you will be saved. Balaturim says that just like then, that's what happened, in the time of the Geula, that's what's going to happen. So all the simonim, I know there are many times that Klaishwell thought the Geula was coming and it didn't come. But n- never have all the simanim, have all the simanim, the chutzpah of the dar, everything that the Gemara says, all the simanim are here. The kineret, there are waves, it's overpouring, it hasn't been like that, nobody remembers. All the different simanim of Mashiach, but what is Mashiach? What are we waiting for? What are we, what are we davening for? What are we praying for? There's a Rambam, it's very important to know, especially what we're going through. The Rambam says that if a person, a Jew, wants Mashiach for to see his someone who died and to get him, to someone who's sick to get better, uh, to get a shit, whatever for themselves, it's called an apikairis. The only reason you're supposed to pray for Mashiach is that the Shechina will be revealed. So instead of being broken, 
And instead of being sad, it's about time that the financial world and that the whole world knows who's running this world. And in my heart, and in all our hearts, as hard as this is, and as big a struggle as this is, there should be some happiness that finally people are realizing how small we are and that it's God that runs the world. And that's why you're supposed to want Mashiach. Nothing else. Nothing else. And the Kershbochah is being nigal. Because they can't point their fingers at anything else. They call it nature. The people who don't believe will never believe. They will be lost. They will go down, not believing. But all of us who do believe, we have to get closer to Hashem. And before we go to sleep tonight, we have to sit on our edge of our bed and say, I, I don't know why. Tati, Abba, Daddy, I don't know why. I don't know why you're doing this. But I miss you. I miss going to yeshiva. I miss going to shul. I miss a minion. I miss mikvah. I miss a handshake. I miss you. I realize there's a void in my life. There are boys that I know that have never missed minion. And, and, and one of them called me today that he has, he, he, he has to be now 14 days locked up. He said, I haven't missed 14 days minion in my whole life. He's 40 something. He said, and now I have to miss, I have to be in seclusion for 14 days. I've never missed this. I said, tell Hashem, just tell him that you miss it. Boys who can't be in yeshiva, daf yaymi, you can't be with your rabbi, sit at the edge of your bed and say, I love you, I miss you. There's a void in my life. Let him know that we're not taking this for granted. I'm a Kayan, I'm not a Kayan Gadol. I am Kippur. Maybe we should all say this tomorrow. I know it's a half a day of fast day. And on the on Yom Kippur, when we could daven, and the Beis Hamikdash was open, the Kayan Gadol said first, "Ana Hashem, Chatasi, I've sinned. Ovisi Pashadi Lefanecha Ani Ubeisi." And he davened for himself and for his family, and he said, "Kapa Nol Chatam Lavoynas Lupshashem Shchatasi Ovisi Shepeshati." And he asked, he said, Vidui for himself and from his family. And everyone in the Azara who heard the name said, Our first prayer to Hashem should be, I'm not exactly where I'm supposed to be. I've sinned. My household, my family, maybe I have things in my house I shouldn't have. Forgive us. Rav Shimshim Pincus said in his shir on Purim, and no one can understand the pain of Hashem when he signed the Gezerah in Shemayim to destroy physically his children. He said the rash in Shemayim for Hashem to write and to sign that 
his children should be destroyed. The pain of a father to sign that his children be destroyed is never compared to anything that ever happened in Shemayim. It says on Tisha B'Av Hashem gets off his kisei covered and sits on the floor. He loves us. Does anyone listening, does anyone understand the pain that God had to write a that Klai Yisrael won't be able to go to shul? That his children in yeshiva, the yeshivas will be closed? That they won't be able to go to the Dafyoimi? That the, the tzedakah that's needed before Pesach and Eretz Yisrael and everywhere because people are scared won't be given? I think it's I think it's as painful to God as the Gzair of Haman. Mm-hmm. So we have to ask forgiveness that we caused this. I caused it, he caused it, they caused it, why we caused it, that we all have to figure out. I, I'm I'm not telling you. But we caused it. It happened. It happened. We caused it. Hashem signed Xero. It cannot happen. So we need to look at a lady told me today. She said, Ray Walsh, do you know what the hardest thing for me is? I'm like, what's the hardest thing for you? She doesn't go to Minyan, she doesn't go to Nafyaimi. She says, I go every day to visit my elderly parents. I can't go because it's a danger to my elderly parents. I said, you know what? It's a Xero in the whole Klaistral. Grandchildren are not allowed to go to their grandparents. Young people are not allowed to go to their, to their grandparents because they're elderly people. And we can bring them the disease. Because Baruch Hu, you're wiping out Kibbut of Aim? You're wiping out the fifth of the Ten Commandments? I can't go visit my parents? She said, my biggest pain is I can't go visit my parents. I said, you know what? He took that away from us too, maybe because we don't go visit our parents. It was the last time we went to visit our grandparents. You can't visit your grandparents. We... You have to sit down and write on a piece of paper everything you're not allowed to do and every one of those things you're not allowed to do you have to take up a notch. That's all he wants. Come back home and say, Ta, I'm back. I, I realized why, why, why you sent me out because I wasn't doing this and this. I'm ready to do it. So that's the first thing we need to do. We need to ask forgiveness for us and we need to ask forgiveness for our families. The second thing the Kayan did, which is really a responsibility for all the Kahanim, and that is he asked forgiveness for Shevet Levi and for the Kahanim specifically, and the Kedusha of the Kahanim, the struggle of Kahanim that are marrying not Jewish people, Kahanim that are marrying divorcees, Kahanim are doing things that they're not supposed to, all that. The Kahanim have to ask Hashem for forgiveness on a different level. That's between the Kahanim and Akash Baruch Hu, whoever's a Kayan, to think about how you how how are you a Kayan, how are you treating the Kahuna. And the third thing and the third thing we ask forgiveness. The Kayan Gadol ask forgiveness for the whole of Klai Yisrael. Read it to you from inside. And the Kahanim and the Am, when they heard Hashem's name, 
Before we go to sleep tonight, we say Kriya Shvalamita. We say Baruch Shein Kavayim Achusal Yelam Vayad. Kadosh Baruch Hu is blessed. Your name, your Malchus, forever. This world. Not to get angry, not to get discouraged, not to be miyayish. Kadosh Baruch Hu loves us very much. But he knows he's bringing Mashiach. And all the Simanim are here. So he, we have to take it up a notch before, before this great day. He wants us all to be, take it up a notch. So he's forcing us to take it up a notch. And it's happening during Pesach. And it says, we all knew this was coming. It says that in Nisan Nigal, we were Nigal in Nisan, lost in love in Nisan Nigal. Why are we all panicking? Why are we all going crazy? That it's, Nisan is the month. Now you might be asking, Where's the Mabba Mesimcha here? It's supposed to be a happy time. It's our month. It's the most Mazeldika month. It's the Mazel of Dogim. It's, it's all happening in, in Adar and in Nisan, the two best months for Klai Yisrael. How could that be? Also, I just want to mention, you know, Shabbos, I spoke um, a while back in a, in a girl's school, and they wanted me to talk about technology. By the way, this is, this is a lot to do with technology. One side they got up and said that the war of Goig and Magog um, is the war of technology. You, you, I talk about this all the time. You don't have to be brilliant to figure this out. Hashem's like, okay, technology, you, you want it, your social network, you want it to be socially everything no human being social, everything is on, on, on the screen, everything is WhatsApp, 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 all your technology. So now you're stuck, you're, you're locked up in your house with your Avaidazara, you're locked up in your house with your technology. You're stuck, there's no hugging, there's no talking, you have to be six feet apart, you can't, you can't go out, you, 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 you broke, you broke down Bria, you broke down what I created, you broke down the connection with talking to each other. We used to talk to each other, and then all of a sudden we talked to each other with our fingers, and nobody was talking to each other anymore. So Shem said, okay, now you can't talk to each other, you have a mask on your face. You don't have to be like some brilliant person to figure out exactly what's going on over here. Shem's bringing us into our homes, you were busy with your business, you were busy with your technology. I mean, we all know that. People had no time for their kids, no time for each other. A lot of shalom bias problems. People were going out to eat, but they weren't looking at each other. They were on their phones. Now Coach Buffett says, no, no, no. No more, no more. You gotta be home. Your kids are home. Your wife is home. Your husband's home. Everybody's home. <laughs> you try to break away from the home. I'm bringing you back into the home, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. Who, when I grew up, we ate together. Who eats together anymore? Now, everybody eats together. You can't go out to eat. All the tables. It's not everything I went today. All the. Just listen to listen to how deep God went. All the tables and all the restaurants, the chairs are on the tables. You're not allowed to eat in a restaurant. You can take food out. You're not allowed to eat in a restaurant. All the restaurants in New York State are closed. They're closed at 8 o'clock at night, but they're closed to sit down eating. You have to eat at home. Hashem's like, you have to eat at home. You can't eat out. You can't go to a game. You can't go out. You have to be home. So, 
girl asked me today, why does Hashem have to be like this? Like, why couldn't he bring Mashiach? Why couldn't this all happen from the good side? Why does it always have to be from the bad side? A disease, people are dying. I'm like, it was on the news today that America and the world for the last 10 years was enjoying an unbelievable financial upheaval on the upside. People never had so much money. The stock market three months was at its high. There was never more traveling, traveling holidays or during the year, never more travelers flying, right? So I said to her, I said, for the last 10 years, Hashem is like, I'm here, revach, 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 money, money, cars, houses, traveling, Pesach programs, every program, Shavuos programs, Sukkot programs, any kind of program, fly, enjoy, fly, enjoy. For 10 years, I tried on the good side, the famous story, the guy on Empire State Building who's screaming, screaming down to the people, nobody looks up. Then he starts taking rocks and he throws them down off the top. Everyone's pointing, ah, someone's throwing rocks. For 10 years, he's screaming, Revach, guys are making money. Everyone's making, unbelievable. Nobody saw him. Nobody saw him. No one, no, no one says, I'm rich because I, I invested. I'm rich because I lend money. I'm rich because I do this. I'm rich because I do that. I'm rich, rich. I, I made the right investments and in real estate, this, that, all this other stuff. And, and Hashem's like, hello, it's me. Zekeli 10 years. They said it today. 10 years. Unbelievable. The whole world, everywhere was making crazy money for 10 years. Hashem said, it's not working. So I'll give you a couple of months, I'll shake, I'll shake the world. Trillions and trillions of dollars lost in three weeks. The markets, the market was at its peak ever three and a half weeks ago. Kershbohu said, I tried to get your attention for 10 years. Nobody looked at me. So now I'm throwing pebbles. I'm going to say something that's just a feeling. Um, you can do with it what you want. So if you learn the Navi about the times of Mashiach and Gog and Magog, it's very scary. There's going to be a war, and there's going to people's eye sockets are going to melt, and their bones are going to melt. And whoever whoever reads the Navi know understands that it's a nuclear war and it's radiation. It's not you don't have to be brilliant to figure it out. The world was coming close just now that, that there's a country that was that was building nuclear weapons and they're getting very close to it, whatever it is, and. Um, if there was a nuclear war, there'd be a lot of death. There'd be radiation. Everybody would be hiding for years, years, not not weeks or months in the, in Miklat, in shelters. I feel very much in Hashem, Mavi and Roya Sagzera. So we're going to put them in shelters. We're going to put them in their houses with their kids. There's no radiation. There's no nuclear war. There's going to be a virus. It's going to go throughout the whole world, just like a nuclear war would be throughout the whole world. But I think that, that what we're going through right now it was huge Rachman. Huge Rachman from HaKadosh Baruch. Of course, whoever dies, it's, 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 it's a terrible tragedy. I'm not making small of it. But in the times of Mashiach, the Navi said there's going to be some crazy stuff going on. If this is what it is, we have to go into our houses and be with our children, and it's not a nuclear war, we have to thank Hashem. Now, where is this coming from? I want to tell you where this is coming from. So, it can't be an Adar. It's not of. 
It can't be an Ador and a Nisan that, that, that something really bad is happening. It can't. It can't. So, so what's going on over here? I want to read you from the Beis HaLevi, very short. We don't have much time. School of Niflam, Rebbeinu, Chaim and Velazhin. Kisha Adam Kaveya Belibo when a person puts in his heart saying, Hashem Hu Eloikim Hamiti, God is the true God. The Eino Movado. She said that all day, all day, wherever you walk around. Eino Movado. Now, Eino Movado does not mean there is no one but him. Eino Movado means there's nothing but him. Not there's no one else but him. Eino Movado. There's nothing but him. There's nothing. There's no virus. There's nothing. There's nothing in the world. There's only a Baruch Hu. There's no other Koyach in the world. It's all one world, and the world is full of his Achdus. Blessed is his name. And you're, you surrender to God. And you don't pay attention to the news. You don't pay attention to any other thing in the world. And you and you you and you you cling your thought to the one master. A person who realizes that all the powers of the world will be broken. If you say ain't and you believe that there's nothing but Hashem and it's all Hashem, he says, Nothing in the world will be able to hurt you. So I told these girls, they all have, a lot of them had smartphones. I said, I, I'm not going to get up here and tell you, get rid of your smartphones because you're not, you're not going to listen to me. It's not going to happen. And whoever's watching, you're not getting rid of your smartphones. I said, this is what I want you to do. And I, and, and I think this would be a good Kabbalah, specifically this Shabbos that's coming up. People sent me that there's going to be much less Chilul Shabbos. There's no buses in Eretz Yisrael. There's no movies in Eretz Yisrael. There's no soccer in Eretz Yisrael. There's no sports in America. Why Hashem took away sports, you think about it. I don't know. Took away a lot of things. Um, so in Eretz Yisrael, it'll be easier for people to keep Shabbos. Because all movie theaters, everything's closed. Everything's closed. Right, they should, everyone should be able to keep Shabbos. But this is what I want. This is what I'm asking for. So I told this to these girls. I said, we have to show Hashem right now. Maybe the Makatrik said, they, they don't really, they're not going to, you know what, they go to shul eh, by rote, but they're not going to miss you, Hashem. Like, you know, they're not going to miss you. They're not going to miss the learning. They're, they're not going to miss you. And Hashem said, no, they're going to make me nyanim. I have a minion at, at the end of my block on a driveway outside in the cold. They, they're going to make ten people. It's interesting that the President of the United States said ten people. He said, you can have ten people. It's mashma that Hashem does, that, that, that if you can have a minion, at least he left us with a minion. He didn't say five people. He said five people, we'd be all in trouble. You could have ten people. Eretz Yisrael also said, you have ten people. So outside my block, outside you have... Of people davening with a minion six feet apart from each other, freezing tonight, freezing this morning. Hashem, we miss you. And if you can't, if you don't have that, and you're in your house, don't daven fast and like, okay, you know, I don't have to say tachron, I don't have to say laning. 
She sat down and cried. I miss you. You know, I, I once heard a, a, a rov got up on a, on a, a time with a Pesach program. He says, how many of you miss kissing the mezuzah because the hotel they don't have mezuzahs? How many of you miss when you walk out of your room there's no mezuzah? If you don't miss it, there's something wrong. How many of you miss wearing tefillin cholomite? I haven't to wear tefillin cholomite. How many people are like, great, I don't have to wear tefillin. How many people sit there and say, oh, Hashem, I wish I could wear tefillin. Or come Sunday morning, it's like, ah, oh, it's not Shabbos, I can wear tefillin today, I miss it. I, th- I think that's what he wants. That's that's what Hashem said to the Mekatri. You'll see my my children. They miss being home. They miss the kaisel. They miss Rosh They miss the davening. They miss hugging each other. They miss speaking in shul. They miss having a kiddush after davening. They miss my laning. They miss. That's what he wants to see. That's what he wants to see. He doesn't hate us. He's not angry at us. He wants to see how much do you miss me? And that's going to bring Mashiach. Hashem's going to say, "Look, Mekatri Gim. Look how much they miss me." That's it. I'm back. I'm bringing Mashiach. We're coming back to the base of Migdash. They really miss me. I think that, that's our, that's, that's our avoidah. So I said to these girls that an hour before Shabbos, say Hashem, you know, uh, I'm about to go on a date with you for 26 hours, Shabbos. Um, I don't think someone before the, before the guy comes on the date is busy on their phone. They're getting ready. They're getting dressed. They're getting, they're getting making sure everything, all the hair is good. Everything, right. So I said, one hour before Shabbos, put away your phone and say, no phone, Hashem, I'm ready. I'm not even saying making Shabbos, closing your phone, I know it's hard, an hour before Shabbos. And maybe more important, don't rush out of Shabbos. It's like, I was telling the girls, I was like, they were, they were 12th graders, I was like, when you met Shem on your date, so how do the parents know if it's very serious? So there's like certain rules, three hours, four hours, but there's no rules in the, it's called in the driveway. When the, when the date, when the shidduchim are going good, so they, they talk her back three hours after, and the parents can see their back, so they're not nervous. But the, but the boy and the girl are sitting in the driveway for three hours, talking. Cause they, they don't want to leave. At the end of Shabbos, if you run out of Shabbos, where you're saying to Hashem, great day, bye, I gotta go. So I asked the girl, they said, for one hour, after Shabbos, don't turn your phone on. Maybe Dam Rabbeinu Tam, don't rush, show Hashem. It's hull and I have to go, I have to leave, I have to, I have to get out of the car, but I want to spend another hour with you. So maybe this Shabbos, let's, let's just show Hashem how much we miss, we miss our regular Shabbos. So maybe this Shabbos, we should just, an hour before, everybody turn off your phones. An hour after, nothing's gonna happen, nothing's gonna change. You see, we don't control anything anyway, so what's the difference? Yeshiva world, no yeshiva world, on, now watching, watching the news. Watching the news hasn't changed anything for anybody. It's happening, it's doing what it's gotta do, and Hashem's doing what he's gotta do. So give him an hour early. Prepare an hour early. Put the phone away. Not, not only an iPhone, any phone. Put it away. And an hour afterwards, I don't know, rush Hashem, I wanna spend some more time with you. Tell him at the edge of your bed tonight, I love you, I miss you, I need you. Please come back, bring us back to everything. I don't, I don't need a 15-piece band by the wedding, but I, but I need the wedding. I, 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 marriage, we want to get married. We want to build, we want to build Kleistro. We realize that all these other outside things, these 10 years, it's, it's sort of like we, we needed Yosef HaTzadik very badly in this door. Because if Yosef would have told us, save in the 10 years, put away in the 10 years for the, for the five weeks that's going to happen, a lot of people would be in a much better position. But we didn't have Yeshiva Tzadik. So I think that's, that's what we need to take on. I want to end with this thought. The Kasha is like this. On Pesach, it's Hashem. On Pesach, 
I hope to be very busy as a client in Mitzvah Hashem. We'll have the base Amigdash back. It says that you should dip the Mara in the Charaisis. Why? To make the Mara a little less bitter. The Shulchan Aruch says that Charaisis should be made with red wine, um, apples, whatever you use, dates, sweet dates. It should be sweet and it should be made specifically with red wine. Why? Because it reminds us of the bricks and it reminds us of the blood of the babies that were put into the bricks when Klai Yisrael was in Mitzrayim at the worst time of their lives, probably even worse maybe than the Nazis, that they had to take live Jewish children if they didn't make enough bricks and stick them into the wall and then cement them and watch them die. I don't think anyone can even imagine parents watching the children die cemented in the wall and they cemented them in the wall. It was the, most, it was the sickest gzera ever. And, by the Seder, take your marar, or your maras chayehem, dip it in the blood of those children in the bricks, and that's supposed to make it sweeter? That's worse than the marar. The marar is by your chayehem. They beat us, they whipped us, they made us slaves. But babies in the wall, Jewish babies in the wall dying, how does it make it sweeter? Maybe we take a kasha. Just the opposite. This should be more bitter than the marar. It should say, take... Marar, put wine vinegar in it, red wine vinegar in it. It should be so bitter you have to spit it out. And no, it's supposed to be sweet. How could that be sweet? And how does that make the marar sweet? I'm not sure if there's Shimshim Pinkus I heard this from. I'm not sure where the, where the source is. No, you dick answer. Listen to this answer. So it brings down in the Medrash that when Hashem, when they were in the Yam, the Jews were in the Yam, coming out of the Yam, and the Mitzvah were, were in the Yam, following them. So Hashem said to the Malach, to the Malachim, bring the Yam, drown the, drown the Egyptians. The Tsar, I believe it's a Medrash, the Tsar of Mitzrayim said, Hashem, you cannot kill my Mitzrayim. Hashem said, why? He says, according to Jewish law, according to, the, according to our, our Shulchan Aruch, there are three mitzvah, there are three things you're supposed to give your life for. Shvichas Damim, someone tells you to kill someone, if someone tells you to commit a, commit adultery, if someone tells you to do Avodah Zarah. But what happens if a person puts a gun to your head and says, bow down to the Avodah Zarah? So you're not supposed to, you're supposed to die. But let's say you don't die. Let's say you say, I can't, I, 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 and you bow down. The Shulchan Aruch says you're not Chayav Misa, because you're an Oynes. You're an Oynes, you're not Chayav Misa. Said the Sash of the Mitzrim, Paro, what, what's the reason you're drowning the Mitzrim? Mither Kenegim Mither. You drown my baby children, my Bechayrim, my, my boys. So Mither Kenegim Mither, you're going to drown. Said the Sar who knew how to learn, the Sar of, of Mitzrayim, said, but according to Yeshua Aruch, when the, the king said to the Mitzrim, you have to kill the babies, if they wouldn't have killed the babies, they were Mori Bamachush, they would be Chayim Misa, they'd have to die. So they were an Aynes. And according to you, even though they should have died, not killed the children, but if they, Shrikas Damim, if you do it, because you're an Aynes, you're Pater from Misa. So, Mida Kenegi Mida, they're Pater from Misa, you can't drown them, doesn't show my law. Says the Medrash Hashem said, Malach's right. Don't drown them. That's what it says. So, they would, they would have wiped us out. Came the Malach, Michal, maybe Gavriel, Michal, it was Michal, he says the Medrash, he ran down to Mitzrayim, and he took a baby out of the wall. And he took this baby out of the wall that died, and he threw it in front of Hashem's feet, in front of the Kisar Kavod. 
and all the malachim were like, what, what are you, why are you doing this? He said, you're right about, you're right about throwing the children into the Nile because it was Moriba Machos if they didn't listen and therefore they went Oines. But Paro never told them to put babies in the wall if they run out of bricks. That was the Mitzrayim's idea. So they have no, no, they have no excuse of Oines. And therefore they're Chayev Misa. Says the Kurdish said one word. Kalehem. Wipe them off the face of the earth. And the water drowned all the Mitzrayim. I think it was Rosh Hashem that said, Charoises is a memory of that child on the wall. So even though it's the most bitter thing that ever happened to Klai Yisrael, it's what saved Klai Yisrael. And therefore, when you take Moror, which is bitter, and you dip it in the Charoises, you realize that the bitter things you go through life is what brings you your Savior. And therefore, it makes the Mara sweet. So even though it looks like a terrible situation, you realize that from that terrible situation came your salvation. When you realize that from a terrible situation comes your salvation, it makes the terrible situation sweeter. And that's why Haroshis has to be sweet. Even though it's a memory of such a terrible thing. There's no Shiloh that we don't know what's going on here. And a taco looks far bitter that you can't have a minion and you can't have shul and you can't have a wedding and you can't have the koisel and you can't have the marasamach pela and you can't have yeshivas based medrish and koilel and that's our koyach and that's our power on the level that it was. You can't have it. There's a plan. It's a plan. It's charoises. It looks very bitter. But it's our savior. Because if this didn't have to happen to save us, to break a much worse gazera, it wouldn't have happened. So at the edge of your bed tonight, when you say, when I come back to shul, I'm going to be different. When I come back to yeshiva as a rebbe, I'm going to be different. When I come back to yeshiva as a student, I'm going to be different. When I visit my grandmother and my parents and give it aim, I'm going to be different. My relationship with you, Hashem, is going to be different. Everything I do is going to be different. My business, which is closed and I have no work and I have no money, which maybe I did, I lent money on interest. Maybe I stole money. Maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I wasn't, didn't give the amount of tzedakah I'm supposed to give. I don't know. Again, look in every single part that he closed down and, and, and fix something in your life that's part of that. And at the edge of your bed, say, Baruch Hu, forgive me, forgive my family, forgive the Kahanim, forgive Israel, forgive us all. But I know I love you and I miss you and I need you back. And I know that whatever you're doing is for my good and for our good. And that's what give us, that's what's going to give us the strength to make it through. And like the Balaturim said, that just like Pesach, the first Pesach, it was a time when everybody was in their house and they were on lockdown and there was a mashchis and they were on lockdown. But guess what? The next morning after lockdown, they left Mitzrayim. So, Be'ezrat Hashem, the next morning after this lockdown, we're going to leave on the train. And we're going to see the Gula Shlema. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.